Welcome back to PriceFile. This is Mike. So at the end of 2019, Ben flew down to Texas and we were going to make a whole lot of different videos. But first, we sat down for this discussion to recap 2019 and talk about what we were going to get into in 2020 and things to expect. Obviously, 2020 kind of took a different turn, but <laughs> well, hopefully you enjoy this video. All right. Welcome to the PriceFile podcast. It is December 18th. 2019? No, I'm going home on the 18th. It's the 16th. 16th. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Dripping Springs. Beautiful Dripping Springs, Texas. This is actually, we are sitting here on two acres of property. There's a little bit of construction going on next door, so apologies for any of the uh, any of the noise here. But uh, this is a rental. We are building a new home. And in the meantime, we are really liking this two acres. So it's, it's nice. So it's a... Uh, just warm enough for us to be outside, so we figured we'd do it. And nice. then just as we started, the sun just got right yeah. over this, this tree, so I'm going to have to... <laughs> All easy. right, so it is time for the end of the year recap. I think we have a lot of stuff to just catch up on catch in up. general. Of course, we always talk, but you know, not always on like IG Live or on these videos and everything. Yeah. And uh, things... Yeah, yeah. Closing out the year, man. I mean, it's been a pleasure having you aboard. You've really done awesome things. It's been fun. We, uh, we've brought on a whole lot of like just new fun personalities and, and people onto the channel and uh and you've like engaged in, with so many new people it's been it's been a total honor you got to go to supply side west with the olympia together and uh and help me like make a dramatic shift in what what the price brand is going to do and eventually i mean we can talk about our future plans but eventually i want to turn this into i want to i want a team now i'm imagining a team of four guys and so that's just going to be the uh, one of the the first videos I'm gonna record is that we're gonna be hiring, and I'm gonna start with a digital content manager, uh, basically blogger bosses slash around. writing writer. Dude, we need bosses sometimes too. <laughs> We're not the most organized people. We have a great task management system that sometimes gets fallen behind, and we had to have a, have a phone call about that. But like, yeah, and it's it's tough. Like when I moved out here, there's a lot of we're like staring at a ton of oak trees. I had a bad month, and then Ben was prepping for a show, and like, we just didn't have our game together. Yeah. And it's okay when you have a team and one person's struggling or some one person's like dieting down for a show, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's going to happen, but, uh, yeah, when, when was, everyone's hurting, if it was like, <laughs> like when you were moving, I could take up that, that spot. Remember like that, that two weeks there. Oh yeah, dude. I didn't realize how bad tough. that was going to be when we were moving here. It, this all happened fast. It wasn't supposed to be like this. But then you got sick or allergies or whatever. And you had a bad month and then I just was beyond help with my training and stuff. And, I think the two of us, like one of us, needs to like be pushing. So, yeah, that, that was tough. But I feel like I don't know. I, um, I hate to speak for the brand, but like I feel like we added like more de depth to the brand this year. Mm -hmm. Like, I, not that it was a one-way street before; it was only out outbound content. But I feel like we created more of a conversation with the industry. Right, and I think that was definitely something that that a lot of people needed and wanted, and. You know, there's a lot of people who just want to see us review hardcore stimulants all day long, and that's just not going to happen anymore. I mean, dude, I got I got a two-year-old daughter, and I'm yeah. not going to be snorting certain drugs on the channel. It's anymore. always funny because, so. like, I'll, I'll go places. Um, I went someplace last week, and the important people were like, I loved this video that you did. They, like, aimed it right there, mm -hmm. the, the product that I reviewed. And I was like, why didn't you comment on it? Like, I don't know, like, I, like some still... A lot, uh, and that's kind of what I'm trying to change. Is like a lot of the content is outbound, but I want like a conversation. And I think right. that like this team is going to help a lot with that. They do a lot more behind the scenes, a lot more just discussion and, and engagement. Right. I mean, it's it's a precarious place because then we had a phone call yesterday with some guys, and we could probably <coughs> talk about them or whatever. But a lot of times, like the same content's being made within the industry, so we have this like weird bridge to gap where we are working with brands and ingredient suppliers, and yeah, but 
the, the con content is made for the consumer, but a lot of times the biggest people digesting it are within the industry it still. So clear. we're trying to like balance everything and make everyone, you know, make everyone learn something here. Well, I and think the most important thing, like a lot of people worry about what the viewer is watching. That's one of the biggest things that when you listen to YouTubers who have made it is they, they talk about like what is your viewer looking for? And I think the core of it is like what is your personality, your passion? Like we were talking with those folks yesterday, Blackson talked a lot about what other people are doing, but you have it has to come from within, mm -hmm. you know. So, like, yeah, if if we get the same product that you know Ryan and Gearhard get, like, I got to make sure my videos, my viewpoint on it, yeah. like, like it's not what, just what everyone wants to hear. Like, my video's got to be different from theirs. It's got to be what I want to talk about, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, I feel like we've added a lot of depth to the brand this year, which is cool. Yeah, for sure, and it's a. Uh one of the things that kind of even changed the verbiage on the on the home page of the site, which we have to turn it's, into more of a news feed, but we like it's not just about you know before it was about supplement deals and all that, and that still applies in a, a lot of context. Wait, I was it's that it still oh, applies I'm in a lot sorry. of context. We are on lav mics right now, and we are on the same channel, so we need to do our chugs at the same time and then edit them swallowing. out together. Yes, and so then we don't have to have anyone hearing or swallowing. So I'm going to do a swallow right now. Ben, what are you drinking? This is Ghost Legend. Strawberry daiquiri. Shout out to Max Tuning. Dude. This is uh, it's ridiculous. One again. of the best flavors ever. Ever. <laughs> they nailed it. They and I, dude, we we love on Ghost a lot. The flavors are so good, with the exception of that grapefruit flavor, which I think is the worst like thing it. on the planet. You didn't like it. I like. It's because it tastes like grapefruit. I hate grapefruit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it was funny. I, I joked in the video. I was like, this is like an authentic flavor collab with Mother Nature, like. It tastes like real grapefruit. But if you're the kind of person that puts sugar on a grapefruit, you're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah, right. You'd be double sugar. See, I was hoping they were going to over sugar those. We could make a separate video about it. But either way, this flavor is great. So we actually both chose it. So let's stem up a little bit before. Cheers. Dude, I swear, I taste the strawberry seeds. There's a weird, I don't know what you call that. Because, yeah, the, the, well, the seeds have like, I don't know, when you chew on, yeah. you feel like something else comes out of there. When we did Cherry Lime at Nutribile, Mr. Michael Perez explained to me that there's two kinds of lime flavors. There's lime and lime peel. Mm -hmm. Lime peel is that thin, like, like when you eat the watermelon and you eat that white part at the top, it's that. It's not really a flavor, right. but it has a flavor No, it is. It. Yeah, right, right. You know? That's you can have straight lime. It doesn't taste like limeade. Mm -hmm. that, that lime peel is what gives it that... that Aid. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so yeah, real good. What were we talking about before we took our our chugs? Industry stuff. Glaxon, I mean, the Glaxon talk, the talk about like adding depth to the brand and how we're not doing uh, <laughs> those ridiculous stimulants, which came up yeah. this weekend. Yeah, obviously, I, 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 I said on the channel, I said I'm going to respect the Eleventh Circuit's decision on DMAA. They decided, and that's that. So, uh, I obviously have opinions that. Uh, my my interpretation of Deshaya, but the the law of the land gets decided. The the laws get interpreted by the judges. So let's just it, it's moving on. It's like yeah. it's to the point of you know maybe something could happen to the Supreme Court. It, at this point, it's like <laughs> you know what? Okay, that that's been decided. Moving on, and and the biggest thing that's changed is that we've we've added a dimension of professionalism. And of course, we're still having fun. We're still like talking about tasting weird things or whatever, For sure, and having fun. But there is a there is an added level of dimension. Uh, added dimension of uh, professionalism that I feel like you've brought on 
Uh, even though it's not like we're not wearing like shirts and ties and stuff, it's like a different kind of thing. No. We're actually like we want to talk about next level stuff. Like what's the next big ingredient coming down the pipe? And let's and I want to get into the science part of it, and that's going to be a big part yes. of the the writer, blogger, the editor, the the team that we bring in. Is it's got to, this has to have intelligence to it. And yeah, I really feel like uh, I remember my first week, my first my first video. I asked you like, what's the intro for the video? And you're like, what's your intro for your video? <laughs> Like, and I, I, I had to like find myself, as, yeah. as, as cliche as it sounds to say, uh, and I had to figure out what my 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 shtick is. And I realized it's that marriage of actual real athlete and and scientific industry insider. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I'm able to talk the talk at Supply Side West with Dave Sandler and Drew Peters, and right. real ingredient providers. You know, we're not just. Uh, uh, two bros reviewing caffeine on YouTube. Right. You know, like we we rub shoulders and elbows with some of the top people in the industry, and we we can sit at the same table. But at the same time, it's relevant to people who are actually in the gym training. Right, and at the same time, I don't think we're coming on like trying to pretend like we are uh, going to rewrite the Krebs cycle or something yeah. like crazy. Like we're no, going to no, pull no. out. So we're not. I, I love. I'm a mini pub med warrior. We can call it, <laughs> but yeah, we're not like crazy hardcore PubMed warriors where we are, you know, citing page 43 of, of this, you know, of this study or anything like that. But I, I like to go down certain rabbit holes. And for me, you know, a lot of those rabbit holes are, are basic, are far more into the diet realm yeah. of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's where I think my, I, I, you know, I'm going to spend the, the 2020s going down into uh, those directions. Cause I don't, I feel like, so like, since we had, well, we might as well get the, the, some personal catch up too. We can talk about all sorts of stuff here, but I had a, I had a wild time moving into this place real happy and that, that it was harder than expected. Then you got you know I have a, a toddler who yeah. it's tough to adjust to, to new sleep set, cycles and then um, then the allergies hit me you know, these trees and everything so I was like I, I had a rough time and then like I fixed it and I feel like in the last month I've just like I feel so much better than I felt in so long because I feel like I finally nailed my angle on the on the low carb diet. Right. Where I'm not I'm not like a full blown keto guy, but I'm definitely not a uh, I'm not in glucosis either. And so I I've figured out my cycling, I figured out my fasting, I figured out my training window, I figured out sleep. And the the, the, the it's the most ridiculous thing. It took me two years to figure this out with a kid. I need to go to bed at nine p.m. And there's no other there's no other way around it. She's yeah. a morning person. I'm a morning person. We are waking up early. And I have to spend time with my daughter at some point in the morning. Do I want to be miserable? And, and you know, seriously, I mean, like, yeah. I'm not ever miserable hanging out with her. But do I want to be like needing ten cups of coffee or pre-workouts yeah. to like literally hang out with Let's my kid? With your kid? Or do I want to be up before her? Mm-hmm. I already got like the the one thing I do every morning for work. Get that out of the way, and then and it has to do with like some of the data behind the scenes. And then I'm ready to rock. And when I go to yeah. bed at 9 p.m., and a lot of times I'm not falling asleep till like 9.30. It could be even later. But if I'm, like, in bed in the nines, mm-hmm. dude, everything, everything has changed. And it's, like, it's fixed. It just fixed everything. It's, like, sometimes when you use, like, you, you, iron out yeah. a, you iron out a lump, and then everything just also just gets, like, fixed out. And that, that happened to me. So, I'm dude, I'm feeling great, and I'm, like, super excited to, like, enter this next decade. And... I, you know, I, ten years from now, I don't know if I'll be going to bed at nine p.m. But I've like, I, you need to find that. You need to find the thing where the like in a in a computer system. Sometimes like the bugs diverge when you yeah. fix a bug and it breaks four other pieces of the software. Right. And that's like where the bugs are diverging. For me, I fixed a bug and all other bugs converged, mm-hmm. and it made me so so excited about everything. Really, I just you know, I I need sleep. That's yeah. 
I, I complained about it so long. It's like, finally, you can't add sleep in the middle of the day. You can't add sleep in the morning if someone's waking up in the right. morning. You have to go to bed earlier. So, end of the, end of the rant. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I think sleep was one of the best things I did. I did about a year and a half, two years ago. I fixed it. When I got my CPAP, mm -hmm. then I, be, I, I got regular on Sarcadian. For me, it's it's 11 to 7 mm -hmm. is the mm -hmm. perfect. Um, what, 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 I think, yeah. what I think what really speaks to how impactful it's been for you is you just said it's been for the last month but it's really been the last two weeks really dude time to so, change but like you that's how much better you feel that right. it feels like it's been well, I've, I've gotten a month worth of stuff done in that amount of time yeah. probably like compared to it's, yeah you just can't it's nothing works right when you're <laughs> good. I'm, I'm underslept and so like there was a really good Twitter thread um, the guy who he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast but uh, Peter Atia MD's uh, the Atia Drive podcast. This guy Matt Walker's got three, like a three series episode mm -hmm. talking about sleep, and it turns out like I, his book is kind of like based on some like beginning and the foundations are based on some shaky data. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, he's making a very strong point that our society is underslept, yeah, and we are facing like severe consequences from it. Our kids are not learning as well. Everyone's diets are off. It's worse your blood sugar levels. I can prove that to you. Like yeah. everyone everyone who with a CGM knows this. You get bad sleep, you're screwed on your on your blood sugar levels. And that. uh a billion other things. Car accidents, everything. You just you're not able to learn. And so he's he's just making this point like, dude, sleep is such a foundational thing and so many people are sitting there on their damned Instagrams. Yeah. Dude Sometimes I just turn off Wi-Fi at night completely. Yeah. Just like, no, there's not many wireless signals out here. So I like, <laughs> when we moved here, I was like, I turned on my phone. I saw zero Wi-Fi signals. So like, that is cool. I don't think I've had it for like 15 years. But anyway, so yeah, like it's just like a foundational thing. So if anyone's interested in sleep, yeah, the Matt Walker series on Peter Atia Drive or maybe like one episode on JRE is pretty good. This guy, he, he knows this stuff. And it's like, it's not rocket science. Like over the course of time, we've done so many things that have made us so sick. So yeah. like everyone's pointing, is it the carbs? Is it the, the seed oils? That's what I think it is. Is it like this? Is it that? It's also like sleep is thrown in there and we're not getting enough sleep and like the society's falling apart. And we've done so many things wrong, so many drugs, so much like whatever, social engineering and propaganda is like, you can't figure out what's going on. And that's like yeah. part of the game. But I think sleep is a very major one that- I think the problem with the sleep problem is that uh, the side effects of it or the effects of it um, are either like things that you just like, oh, I'm just being a pussy right now. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I, I want to sleep more. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Or things that like you don't you don't notice. Like for for me, my sleep problems came a lot more from like snoring, and, and being a, a larger human. When when I meet other bodybuilders and I try to help them with their sleep, I ask them some things like, "What's your blood pressure like? When you wake up in the morning, do you, you know, do you, is your chest heavy? Like they're like just certain fatigue questions. And they're like, yeah, but that's that's normal. Like you know, I, I worked fifty hours a week. I've, I eat a lot. I train twice a day. Like I should be, I should feel like this. I'm like, no, you shouldn't. You know, and, and I yeah. think people normalize all these lack yeah. of sleep de de uh, deprivation uh, effects. And then the second they start getting good sleep, they're like, I've never felt like this in my life. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like rocket fuel. Like when I when I when my circadian rhythm is on point, I wake up in the morning and I get right out of bed, mm -hmm. and I don't know anyone that does that. Mm -hmm. Like my eyes open, my feet hit the floor. Like, there's no rolling around, I don't want to get up. <laughs> and I, I've been like that since high school, you know, yeah, before I, I figured was, this yeah. out. It was like, ah, oh, 15 more minutes, whatever. Like, no, like, when you get good sleep, you wake up, get up, and start work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was always normal for me. I would always uh, I would always crash at 3.30 p.m. Oh, yeah. And that changed when I went 
hardcore keto, and I've mm-hmm. kind of come back to earth a little bit from that. But uh, I've been able to avoid the naps unless I'm on I'm a train wreck. But yeah. I think napping is good. I I can get a 20 minute nap though once in a while. Big I haven't enough. needed to lately. But man, a solid 20 minute one, it's great. If I take like a whatever you know, like the 60 minute. No, 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 no. I, I think a, a 20 minute nap right in the middle of the day isn't. There's there's some people that, like you know say that if your sleep is on point, you shouldn't have to. I don't really believe that. I think some cultures, whether like siestas or I think India does it as well. I think they know what they're doing. I think that makes sense. It's twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like you spend twenty minutes in the toilet if you need to. Like like just, <laughs> you know like like you waste that much time in your day. Right. Yeah. You know? So it's a quick twenty minute nap. It's easy. After college, we were uh, we traveled Europe a little bit. We went to my favorite city, Valencia, Spain. Valencia, or whatever they mm-hmm. they pronounce it, and it was like whatever that time where I was getting a little foggy sleepy 3, 3.30 and like we're walking around like, where, where did everyone go? everybody's like dude siesta time I'm like dude this is perfect because I'm like yeah. this is when I'm tired anyway I, I fell in love with that place I think they so know I think they know what they're doing they, they got it yeah they got it together they cooked their food they eat with families they yeah the, the whole natural thing that, that always just comes up in the whole diet, diet wars and everything but they uh yeah, there's some there's some good food, but yeah, the women were beautiful in that city. And honestly, that was what 2005. So I hate to see what like what the food mean? supply has done to that city because it was it was amazing back then. I really People like to say that in Europe they're not like they're they're they haven't hit that kind of stuff like uh, France with all their red wine and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that they're mm-hmm. but I don't know. France it's a lot of carbs. I I don't, I don't know if I buy the whole Europe is immune to this whole thing. Or I, I think we all have our vices. I think everyone has yeah. their whole thing. Like, see, yeah, I, w- I I'm I'm like shifting my, you know, as you, I'm trying to learn a lot and everything. And a lot of my learning is is done by following people on Twitter. And the you know what I like about Twitter is that we we share studies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you could always link. You can't do that on Instagram, It'll and that's where fun. everyone's at. But um, but in terms of like the the community of researchers, they're they're hanging on Twitter, and you can really you know, I've said this many times here, but you can make your Twitter feed quite nice. You get rid of the sports and shenanigans and politics and all that, and yeah, it's it's fun to see like <laughs> politicians you know fire people up or whatever. Like, dude, it's just not worth it. Like, yeah. I, I've seen my blood pressure spike from social media fights. Like, I've yeah. literally not my blood pressure, my blood yeah. sugar, sugar levels. I have yeah. a chart of that happening. Like, and that that made me realize this isn't worth it. And it my like, Apple Watch is. Uh, alerted me like with my heart rate not alerted me like a, an emergency but like if i look at it later on in the day like i can pinpoint like yeah where like i got into an argument with some dude on instagram or something yeah. like dude it's, it's pretty real. incredible you can yeah. watch like uh i've seen people like watching like i think it was funny like they showed like their apple watch when they were watching the game of thrones season the show finale and like in that hour they like they they, oh. they like captioned like this dude died here the fight happened here like uh, like and, and you can see their heart rate like going up and down dude, that's awesome yeah your body responds to this stuff like yeah i mean it's sure. getting ready for a fight your heart's gonna you're gonna start mobilizing fat and sugar and everything like you're yeah. getting ready to rumble man you got to get in or get out or get, get a yeah. fight going well I, I it doesn't know that you're watching a tv show like that's we've had that for the last 50 years we've been around for like five hundred thousand years or whatever so it's just like yeah. When I started, when I started, uh, like being in charge of all the social media for Nature Bio, I remember getting to a point where, like, I would have immense stress if I didn't look at my phone for 20, yeah, 20 minutes. That's tough because it's not your; it's your job to do that. It's your job, and, and, and like you can, like, if I get a, if you get a question at eight o'clock at night, you can put it off till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're not on the clock, but that affects uh, Facebook has an algorithm for how quick you are to answer. Yeah. Right, like that affects the public's perception of you if you don't answer the questions, like. All this stuff adds up. And uh, I remember uh, my coach is actually a clinical psychologist. 
which had some very interesting uh, stuff to the relationship. It's a good mix, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Coach to have that. But uh, I remember asking him, like, because he has, I think, 145 clients. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you manage all of that? And uh, outside of the answer to that, he explained to me, he was like, you have to understand that stress is part of fight or flight. It's a cortisol response. Mm-hmm. Your body is viewing social media or that electronic as a predator. And it's treating yeah. it that way. So you have to remember that. You have to realize, and you have to like you have to frame it that way. This is not a threat to you. You know, like you have to remember that. And that really put things in perspective for me. Yeah. Like, like realizing, like, okay, you know what? Like, this is not something. Well, maybe it is something I need to worry about. Sometimes it's my job, right? Yeah. Like, with price plus, sometimes things happen. It's eleven o'clock at night. I got to take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, right. Like, like it or not, it's your job. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you just want to. You want to limit. You don't want to stir shit up right before bed. No. <laughs> so, like, dude, so it's okay. Like, yeah, when I'm on, when I'm down, it's like, if I want to go to bed at nine, working until eight fifty nine is not necessarily the no. smartest strategy. But I do have that little window in the evening where where there is a good time to get it down. But when yeah. I posted that video, the IGTV this weekend on research chemicals. I posted it Sunday morning because IGTV was working Saturday. Oh right, yes. I posted it on Sunday morning at seven a.m. and two minutes later, I started getting comments. And I was like. Oh shit! It's gonna be one of those days. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, my Sunday's screwed. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't post that on YouTube, did you? No. Okay, well, let's bring it back to some of the uh, the price plowy stuff. Yeah. Industry. Let's tell YouTube what you what you're talking well, about. I mean, that, I mean, that was a reason to talk about the I mean, I mean, a lot of stuff. You, you've had a you've had a powerlifting competition. Yeah. Um, I am gonna make that video wide. You've moved. Okay. Put it on there. Oh, I mean, it was okay. vertical. That was the reason I didn't put it on YouTube. Right. So I'll eventually do that. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just. A, I guess what we'll do in the video is probably just like put like a timestamp if you want to skip past our personal life stuff. <laughs> well, just for the, for the consumers it. that yeah, want right. to get that. Uh, for myself, yeah, I competed in a powerlifting competition two weeks ago. Uh, on Sunday, it was two weeks. Mm-hmm. I squatted 705, benched 415, and deadlifted officially 635. I pulled 680, uh, and we had some political issues on that one. Uh, I... I went into the meet. I think we all kind of do this. We get a little bit greedy. I wanted to squat 705, mm-hmm. and I wanted to total 1800. Okay. But both of those, awesome. are like, like you gotta they're like semi mutually exclusive. Like, in the way they're not gonna both happen at the same it's time. It's just like you can't, like you're biting off a lot. And I've been, I've had, I've been competing for like five years now. I've only ever had one bad time. And it's like eventually you're, you're gonna bite off more than you can chew. Mm-hmm. You know, so squatting in the 700s is yeah, like. It's like one percentile, you know, like that's like insane. One percentile of powerlifters, one percentile of the world. That's I don't I, in the world, absolutely one percent. I was gonna say uh, that's like point one percentile of the world. In, the in my federation, <clears throat> in my weight class for two thousand nineteen, it was the number twenty two highest squat in the league. Okay, so you know, it, yeah, that's that's so high. You have two thousand powerlifters out there. There's or like I'll show you site someday. Open powerlifting has it's really cool. The site came out and they they. It's like crowdsourcing information for powerlifting. They have Arnold Schwarzenegger's powerlifting meet. Oh, really? In there, like, like they they compile everything they can ever find. Sweet. So hundreds of thousands. So yeah, I would I would wager probably one percentile there. People who yeah competed this year. That sounds like you would be. Yeah. So that was cool. Congrats. But okay, you just brought you brought up political issues. You gotta explain a little bit, like. Yeah. Well, so uh, on my third bench. In the video, if you want. Yeah, on my third bench, I I went four twenty. And oddly enough, I was having these bicep problems. Oh, I thought the problem was on your deadlift. Well, so it, it all comes together. Oh. Well, so I'll start with the squat. Apparently, during my squats, the 
the judges called my, my coach over and said, you need to chill your athlete out because I was dumping the bar into the rack. I was pretty fired up. Like, I was squatting 705 pounds. Like, I'm not going to, like, gingerly put that down. Well, yeah, doesn't everyone do that? I don't know much about it. At the high level, yeah. But, like, this wasn't, like, a big knee. It was, like, a mid-level knee, uh-huh. you know? So, and so he didn't tell me because, like, like, at that point, he's not going to tell me. He's uh-huh. like, Ben's going to do what he did. Uh, so they were not happy with me at that point. Uh, when I went, my third bench, I benched 420. And it was odd, crazy enough, like, shout out, if you guys saw Amanda Akapiti's video for acupuncture right here, this one saved me. I was having bicep problems the entire prep. She goes wild on these needles like the last three weeks. It's incredible. And I had the best bench day of my life after the best squat of my life. Like, it was just was statistically an outlier. Mm-hmm. So I went 420 on my third. And on the way up, I like, it started twisting a little bit. And uh, they called it, it, it's called downward motion. If it comes down and it goes back up, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Because some, it, like, you can. Like rest on yourself. You can kind of, yeah, you can kind of. Uh, um, and so I had a video that clearly showed that it wasn't. So I brought it over to the meet director. And I was like, "Hey, like, you can you can contest these things." Showed her the video, and, and uh, she said, "She's like, look, I see what you see. However, I wasn't watching, so because I can't confidently say anything, I have to go with my judges. There's ah. three of them." And I was like, "That's a that's that's a great answer. That, that's fine." Mm-hmm. But because I contested that. I'm pretty sure the judges got a little pissed off at me, like for questioning their, yeah, you know, whatever. So, uh, started deadlifts at 6:35, and I was tired. I was, I was dead. Um, and just to appease all the stim heads out there, <laughs> I was gonna I, ask myself. Yeah, I'm gonna, just to appease all of you that think that I take Ghost Legend to every single workout. I, I don't know. We don't even know if I'm off this thing. I double scooped Hooligan for that squat. <laughs> Like two heaping scoops. I'm talking like 1,400 milligrams of caffeine. Oh my like I was, god! I thought I was going to throw up when I went on that platform, but I needed everything that I could get into my body at that point. How many minutes before the that lift? Probably about like 30 minutes. Whoa! Yeah. So that's just coming on up. Oh, oh it was like god. I timed it perfectly. Like my heart was racing when I was on the platform, and I had the most incredible central nervous system dump afterwards. I don't think I've ever had that much caffeine in a single day even like you definitely had that in a day not even the re- review days really i'm thinking like oh, wait, well, that c4 day or it was uh, be, like it was it, it's it i think it's 1200 if they're flat scoops but they were kind of a little bit heaping no, so i'd say I, it's yeah. a little bit over that i've probably maxed around a little bit over there. yeah oh my god so that was just insane. wow that but like i hadn't taken <laughs> caffeine in three weeks so like, i was like i prepared for this right you know like uh, uh like to be fair like i i I periodized my caffeine mm-hmm. intake. I was re- I I was. I was not just being, editing that article that that Mike wrote about yeah, that too. So. I wasn't being belligerent with this. I knew what I was doing. I knew that I was going to do this. Um, I didn't take anything for bench, so I squatted at like ten o'clock. Was benching around noon on no pre workout, and then round three, I was finally deadlifting. Uh, I I dry scooped to my face. I'd say about like three quarters of a scoop of Jason juice from Alpha Line. Okay. Um, the only reason it was three quarters of a scoop is I forgot how big of a scoop that was. <laughs> yeah, right. And I went to go throw it in my face. At that point in the day, after you've done that much work, you don't want to drink anything or eat anything. If you had done any pre-workout for the bench, do you think you would have been better? No, I was afraid yeah. if I if I did something for that, I feel like it would just like totally zombie me out. And then you would have been okay. Then you would have the dump later. Because you wow. you're going like this, Holy and every, 
every time you do this, I, in, yeah. like anecdotally, I don't have science for this, but every time you do another dose of caffeine, it's I feel like you don't get as high nope. and you actually come lower. Correct. Yeah. You know, um, so that's just my, because I've done pre-workout for every lift that I've eaten before, and I feel like once I get to deadlifts, it doesn't even work for yeah. me. Okay, gotcha. So, so you knew that part going in. So yeah, so I, I pulled 635, and on my second, I went 680, because I was dead tired. Like, I was like, I had nothing left in me. So 680 would have solidified an 1800 pound total. And like 1800 pounds to compare it to like bodybuilding is like, like I'm technically a pro, like I've, I've totaled a pro number, but that's like, like 1800 is like, that's big leagues. That's IFBB or something like yeah, that? Yeah, probably, I, I, would, like I, would, that. I would say like, like, like getting your, co your pro card uh, level. Like that's the kind of commitment time it takes to it. And uh, like I just, I, I went out and uh, my coach slaps me. Mm -hmm. Make like, sure we're still on for everything. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. My coach slaps me, and you know, like when like a flashbang grenade goes off in, in a yeah. movie. Like, yeah. I told him to slap me. He's like, all right. And like, throw me. I got like a slap on the traps. This dude whops me over the head. Just like, like wham, like like, like like base of my uh -huh. brain. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And I just I I lost all sound. I just heard, and I was like. Well, I can't stop now. Like I think I I moved and he missed, and it was just like whap. Everyone heard it, and I just walked out. You watch the video. Like I just walk out. I'm like, I just gotta do this because like I didn't know if I even had it. But like mentally, you have to like I have video on visualization. You can't say that anything less than what happens. So pulled it, and once I get over the knees, like I'm like shaking, yeah. like voodoo <laughs> shakes, and I locked it out. I uh, put it down and they told me that the shaking it's called hitching mm -hmm. it's where you like rest on your legs lean back and you generate momentum you kind of shake it on up like yeah. to get enough which is illegal and I, 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 if I had been hitching I would have given right. it to them. that would have been fair the fact of the matter is if you watch the video you can actually see I was shaking so hard <laughs> your shaking like, was not helping you I, I yeah, saw the video like, I was not it was not beneficial in any way possible <laughs> like for you to say that, that was helping me is like blasphemous. Right, I agree. And uh, like I put it down, and uh, one person gave me uh, the white light. Two people gave me the, the, the red lights, which means two out of three was no. And I walked off, and they're like, "You just got to do it again, and and not do that." Like, and I looked at my coach, and I was like, "I don't have that." Like I, I that was every piece of ATP right. in my body. The, yeah. So I, I but I tried. Maybe you got so angry you could do it, but I tried. Okay. Oh, I tried, man. I. I, like, I, th I thought about every single person that ever made fun of me in high school. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like when you get in that zone, you're like, that that person that made fun of my haircut in sixth grade. Like, <laughs> yeah, they called me Ben Gay. Yeah, they called me Ben Gay. Sorry. No, I just, that out? No, no. So I tried everything, came back out, and uh, I gave it a good fight, but it didn't happen. And I think it was just like, it was just two huge milestones, and you can't do both of those at the same time. Mm -hmm. But uh, I came I came to some good realizations about myself, about it, and, and I've never been satisfied with anything in powerlifting. Like what age? I'm 27. Okay. At 275 pounds, I told. Uh, you weighed 275 when you. No, I weighed in at 269. Right. I weighed in at 269, and we had an incredible day of bloating that day. I showed up the next day. I put on so much weight, I was worried that my belt wasn't going to fit. Like, because I was, what my, I'm on the last hole of my belt. Like, I, I was. Uh, <laughs> you get the drill just in case. Yeah, yeah, I was worried. Uh, that Chinese buffet stood no chance, I'll tell you. Like, oh, I just wanted sodium, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, you're not going to get it there. Yeah. 
So How many yeah. people are in this competition? Are there weight classes? Yeah, weight classes. Okay. 275 is the top of the class, so I weighed a little you bit. You can't late. weigh more than 275 then? Yeah, that's the, that's the top of the class. But we, I weighed in at 260. If you showed up so weighing 300 pounds, you're kicked out? You, you would go into, into three weight classes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, see I see. I see. So, uh, yeah, if I had hit that, I would have won the 275 class, and I would have been second for the meet. There was this kid, Nick Forte, who just, just blew everyone away. Absolute insane performance. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, I had fun. I he, he went over eighteen hundred. Oh, he totaled twenty one hundred. Oh, geez. Okay. So oh, yeah, No yeah. matter what, he was winning. That was, he it was actually funny. Every lift that I had that would have put me at eighteen hundred, he did exactly hundred pounds more. Oh my god! It wasn't like we were competing or anything. It's just he's just that crazy. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. Like after I finished at six eighty, I came off and he went on. He and he took seven eighty. And he got over his knees and just starts bleeding from oh his nose God. and his mouth. How much looking did he take? Oh, I don't want to know. I think he was taking the dark energy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, this actually comes up. <laughs> when we were introducing Relentless Nutrition with Tim Kennedy, yeah. he told me the reason he wanted to develop a brand and everything is he took a pre-workout one time and blood was literally coming out of his nose. And people were like, I don't believe that. And then he told me, like... It's, uh, if you're familiar with the... And actual science, you know it. It's called the Valsalva. Like, you don't think about it, but when you start to lift, if you hold your breath, you shove your tongue in the back of your mouth and you press. Mm-hmm. And you create intra abdominal pressure. It's inside of you. And that pressure is going outwards. And you can a, a number of different things can happen. You can give yourself hemorrhoids, you can give yourself a hernia, mm-hmm. or you can just start bleeding. Um, like, six weeks after the competition, I pulled. 675 off of two inch blocks like the deadlift mm-hmm. from like a, a bad position and uh back of my head just started bleeding it's it just pressure it's just like it like it just has to get out somewhere you know some i worry about you sometimes nah, right? i mean it's, it's it really happens all the time I, it, at the arnold last year the guy broke the deadlift record and uh like was bleeding from like all the holes in his face and it was like er, uh, it was the video that like they used for the arnold for the next year because it's just so wild and crazy but like it's very normal if you, if you speak to any kind of kinesiologist or exercise, they, they would tell you that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty normal. I mean, it's not good. You don't want to do that all the time. Um, can and does happen. Yeah. First time I trained with my training partner, I was standing in front of him to work the, the, the rack for him. And uh, I think he was squatting like 660 or something. As he comes up, his nose just erupts and it hit me. And I was like, well, we're stuck together now. Yeah, dude. We're training partners. I've, if you've got something, I've got something. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> so that was my meet. So, yeah. Wow. So I, and you haven't trained since then. You've kind of taken. Some I had off. one workout. Uh-huh. What, what you come to find out is when you because you peak for this stuff. No matter how long you wait, like no matter what you do, like no matter what you eat, what supplements you take, that first workout is going to suck. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. And so, like my thought process, I get it like Thursday or Friday after the meet because I get it. I get it done with. I mope. Cause it's terrible. Mm-hmm. You can't get a pump because your body's so tired. And then, like the next week, like I'll probably train later today after we're done, and uh, it, and then it's fine. Everything's Do okay. you go for like a walk even or anything like that? Or just I walk a lot. Yeah, okay. I try to walk my. T- I lost uh, twelve pounds this week. That's what you said. You got to drop a few cars. Well, so like the eight the eight pounds was um, the bloat, mm-hmm. and then I dropped a little more weight. I mean, I fa- basically fasted Monday and Tuesday. I got extremely sick. Could after you the eat? Like, yeah. I yeah, I had a few meals and. That was bad. That was really bad. But you get used to it. It's, it's just like the central nervous hit and all the pressure. And probably the supplements didn't help. Um, that much hooligan, probably, I wouldn't recommend it. No. So. Definitely, we don't recommend that. <laughs> 
So, so wait, what is it? Okay, let's say you're at 275. Did you do, like, the, the milligrams per, kilo, per kilogram that you took? Like, oh. the research shows you shouldn't go over... Like, five to six is a, is a strong safe zone. Seven milligrams per kilogram is probably where things seem to top off. I believe I'm and usually... you may have... I believe I'm usually of, around seven. Well, 275 divided by 2.2... I can do all this stuff. How many, like, how many kilograms do you weigh? I d- so okay, there. Do, se- do, do two seventy five divided by two point two. Two seventy five. Two point two. Because you had one hundred twenty five kilograms. So one twenty five kilograms. You did fourteen hundred, dude. You. You did 10, 11 milligrams per kilogram. Eleven, but there's so there's actually safety data up to thirteen. I know, but okay. there, I think I think, I think I the think top th- end hits around like nine is what Mike was talking okay, about. Okay, I see. It was. I think you blew your load a little hard up front. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I, I, I also. Um, this is a controversial statement, but I don't always think that all the, all the science is on the right athletes. Oh, right? I agree. Like we're yeah. talking about some of those. Some of the the, the data is on like endurance mm-hmm. or. That's true. A lot of know. these things are on cyclists because yeah. like VO two max stuff. I mean, it's a great. Dude, yeah, it's a right. great population to be using. It's probably more applicable for the mainstream. Yeah. than the and it's easy to do in a lab and everything. Yeah. But at the same I'm time. talking about like explosive movements, and I've got three movements to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the, I think the top end for for performance really is around nine. The safety data goes up to thirteen. So ending around eleven, I felt like it was a good educated guess for myself. Um, there was one time where I had where my coach was like, "Just go in the gym and do the most ridiculous thing." I think it was like. 600 pounds of bar weight and then I had like 190 pounds of chain on the bar it, was, it mm-hmm. ended up somewhere around like mid 700s and uh, I one and a half scoop tooling so that was like my like oh, okay. test that was my test yeah because I, 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 I kind of knew what I wanted to do for the meet yeah. I didn't want to try it in training because I, I don't think you should ever blow your load in training but yeah you gotta yeah, so I was close there and, I, and that felt really good honestly I, I, not, mm-hmm. not that I'm recommending anyone do it but for my body weight, that was, I think, around like eight milligrams per kilogram. Yeah, and that was pretty good. So yeah, from it's way different than what you're doing. But for my last uh, Masters swim meet, I was doing some sprint stuff. I did a test, uh, a test pre workout in a practice, and I knew right away. I was like, "This is a race pre workout." Yeah. And then I just let it. I set it on the shelf for like yeah. three weeks, and then I brought it back, and I I did in my thirties did some of my best times of my life with oh, that, yeah. and that was a. Uh, I was say it was a Nova Farms uh, Limitless when it had. Oh, cool! And I don't know if it still does or not, but it had some fun stuff in there. Okay. Some some racetam action, little yeah. funnel for racetam. So definitely not an everyday user. And, and I think like when we originally blogged about it a long time ago, we said that. But that was my special occasion. Get, it was like a wired in thing because like for me, it's a it's a it's a twenty three second long race. Right. So you so need yeah. to have you have you have start swim wall swim finish like. You can't make a mistake, really, right. if you want to have a decent time. And, I, like, I'm not an Olympian by any means. Like, you know, I'll, anything, even close. Those guys have to have everything 1,000% perfect. Yeah. But, like, if I want to have a good race, i gotta, I got to do five things, four or five things right. And there was and data on Olympic swim, swimmers with, like, a gram of caffeine. There. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, and when you're at, like, that 23-second, like, that's, you have, like, that's all, uh, what, fast switch? Yeah. Like, that's should be, yeah. 100% and explosive. Technique, and, yeah, just not, not losing your mind. Like, you have to be focused, but, like, not... You, yeah, and that, that kind of sprint, like, it has to be second nature. Yeah. You have to be focused, but you can't be in your head. 
because right. it just got to happen. Like, and you, like if that's for visualization, all that stuff that helps those guys and everything. Yeah. But yeah. Once you find that, that like what I'm trying to say is, you find that pre-workout, you're like, all right, got it. Like, yeah. I'm excited. It's just something fun to look forward to and everything. So I'm gonna take another sip if you don't mind. Yep. Speaking of real. now. Oh yeah, feels good. All right, so let's talk a little bit industry. It's December 2019. We've had a full year. Well, I've been with you since May. Yeah, April, May. But we, we, we talked the whole year anyway. Right. On the flight here, I was trying to remember stuff. I'm trying to remember key things that, had, that happened. And I probably should have watched our last podcast just to kind of refresh myself where we were in... That was July. Was it July that we podcasted catch up? And uh, yeah, it's interesting what was happening last year. There's been a lot of cool stuff. There's been a couple regulation things happening. New ingredients in the advisory list. CBD getting warning letters. Eighteen of them. We never yeah. really covered that. No, I think that's. I important we got called out about. by someone we respect for not <laughs> talking about that. Well, I think it's tough uh, to keep up with all this stuff. <laughs> I yeah. think it's also not only like sometimes when we don't talk about things, it's not only a call out, but it's like why isn't Prince about talking about it? Do they know something that we don't? Because Mike just moved a lot with those trees. Well, for me, I was confused about what they were trying to say in the letters for, for in, in, in a certain way, like the. Their letters were saying, uh, you're, we're, we're writing to you because of your marketing techniques, but the overall statement to the public was that CBD is not a Deshaia ingredient anyway. So it's, why do you care about the drug claims if it's not even a Deshaia ingredient? Mm -hmm. you know? uh, so that just didn't make sense to me. Uh, there's new ingredients on the, on the, the warning list, stuff like N-methyltyramine got put on there, Hormine got put on there. I think. Watch list, right? Watch list. Advisory list. Advisory, yes. Which means that there has been significant abuse or reason to believe they need to research it further. Which I love the, the advisory list. I think it's a very unpopular opinion, but I think that previously, the reason they made it was because they were just banning stuff and they, no one was advised or warned. So we said, we'd like to discuss more. And they're like, all right, we'll let you know before we do stuff. Mm -hmm. So now we know what they're looking at. Stuff like laxogenin, mm -hmm. which we know for a fact has been super droll instead, or just nothing in it at all. Mm -hmm. There's reason to believe that they should be looking into it. I think that's good that we, we can tell. So that was there's a lot of innovation as well, a lot of new products. Uh, Nutribra came out with like 86 SKUs, I think, this year. God, yeah, that was half my blogging life was... Yeah. Need help? We're hiring. Yeah, but yeah. No, they're they're not doing that again in twenty twenty. But yeah, they put out something new every every week, and a lot of times it was just a flavor or whatever. But man, I, I loved more than I I didn't like. That's for sure. And yeah, and so I yeah they they kept they definitely kept me busy. They're um, huge fan of Alpha EAA. I haven't really posted the story. I've been on Intrablast lately. I'm kind of feeling like more of a bulky ish mode. And for whatever reason, I I pull out the estrogen uh, the absorb. And uh, intra-blast a lot of times for my yeah. intra-workout, but two well, of the flavor the systems. Is cutting. Like we have to balance each other I guess out. so. You know, <laughs> and so I do have, uh, I do need to do a, work, a run with blood work at least a month with Innova Farms Genesis 1. Yep. I just, I have been putting it off because I hadn't been healthy and I didn't feel like I could properly represent. And uh, I think I'm going to get my blood done like right around, maybe right after Christmas or something. Okay. Like I'm a little bit late to that game, but it wouldn't have been a cool, half of it would, it would have been junk. So like. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna get a little bit more back into that. We uh, so a lot of that we 
Are we talking about products right now? Because I just mean like just in general, the whole industry has been a lot of there's there's been staff moves. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that are well known in the industry moving around. Um, there have been. I call it inbred. Yeah, I mean, and it's 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 interesting because it's a, a small crew of people. If you think about the, I don't know how other industries really are, but you think about the amount of <clears throat> money that is poured in and out of this industry. Yeah. It seems like a small number of actual like yeah. employees yeah. dealing with that much mon- that much money compared to what my other the, you know the, my past life we had like three thousand employees doing like less money than a lot of this stuff and it was like man we we're tinkering and tinkering with like a lot yeah. of small time stuff compared to this industry where one protein skew like pours in a ton of money so anyways yeah. like not a, there's not a zillion people and everyone starts knowing each other there's a good good feeling of job security after uh, i left nutribio i realized like i can i can find the job right you yeah. know and especially if you have the right network like i'm blessed too uh it's kind of funny because sometimes you meet, especially the marketing people, the salespeople. Um, it's not not so much, but the marketing people. It's like very rinse repeat. You know, these guys—they're just spending someone else's money to do the same kind of content with a different influencer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, a lot of times, like I see someone move to a new place and they're like, "Look at this incredible content we're coming out with." I'm like, "I remember this video at your old company with the other guy. <laughs> like, it's the same." Same thing. Really you know? it's, out, yeah. yeah, I mean I mean and I think that works for some people, absolutely. But mm-hmm. uh very interesting year for the industry. Uh and we also have new brands coming in that some are just me too brands, like what I call them. Uh not exactly copies, but just kind of well, like there's been a lot of copycatting, that's not yeah, a kid. No, yeah, the, the, there's been copycatting, but there's also been like also just like bandwagoning as mm-hmm. well. You know? Uh, but there's also been some really cool new brands out there that, that have, uh, like, I have to give it to them. They, they actually are genuine and new. Mm-hmm. So across the board, it's been an interesting, and I, I'm happy about it. Yeah. One of the uh, the most underrated, yeah, so I, I think we've started doing some content with NNB Nutrition and Sean Wells, so yes. we're, we're going to be going deeper down these like science rabbit holes. I'm so excited. They have a beva ingredient. I've been, I've been using it. What I need to do is encapsulate it. I still don't have to take yeah. the little little scooper or whatever. But I, uh, it for for steady state cardio, it definitely gives me a little extra half a year. Yeah. So anyway, like I'm I'm excited to get into some new ingredients. One that I think is so far flown under the radar is New Level by Nutrition Twenty One. Absolutely, I'm excited about it. It's going to be gaming, and I think they're doing it right because they actually have a study for gamers. Yes, and I think the gamers kind of want that respect. I don't I don't know gamers. I don't know enough, but I think like. They don't want to see some study on. They are cerebral crowds. They want to. They want to like feel respected, and they do want to see some research. I think. Yeah. But they don't want to see some research study on a golfer. Like yeah. they don't care about no golfer. They care about gamers. They want to see gamers playing their game. I think Nutrition Twenty One's kind of figured that out. I'm excited to see what Nutrition Twenty One does next year, and we're gonna have to stay mm-hmm. on top of it. They did sponsor uh, your trip out to uh, Supply Side West, so we got to put. First of all, talk about for a little bit is what I first night when I got there. Um, I went to their like friends and family dinner. Remember mm-hmm. they talked about, and it was just incredible to see Dude. some of these people. Like, I was sitting in connected be- in between Rick Collins, <laughs> um, best stories in the industry. Right Dave, there. Yeah, Dave Sandler, mm-hmm. funniest guy in yeah, history. Like, Ashkavelli. Mm-hmm. So you got like manufacturing, research, legal, legal, more research. Like, like everyone here, like no one here just sells stuff or makes 
videos or like, like, or like we're by as influencers. Like everyone in here does something real. Right. You know, and, and that's sometimes what I miss with mm -hmm. some of the stuff that we do is like real science or real evidence or just like impactful stuff, like not just another protein, you know? And so I got to see uh, for firsthand uh, the, the the Arkansas study for nitrogen, mm -hmm. as well as the two studies for New Level. Uh, they ha they did have the Gamer study, but they had another study which I thought was very interesting on decision making, which they used this interesting test that there's a name for it. I don't remember. Decision making tests are hard to to make because the second time you do it again, you can just argue that you just know it better. Right. Right. But they were basically having like two columns, and I believe one column was like letters and one was numbers. So you had to be like A, B, C, D, and you had to match that up with one, two, three, four. Uh, and they're jumbled both times. And the decision-making processes, they, these guys make, like were way quicker with the new level. But... <coughs> yeah, some of those where you have a shape that's a, a, a color and they have the, a different color right. inside of this, that shape and you have to say like what the color is. Yes. Or what the color says. And then, so if it looks blue, but it says red, yes. then like you screw that up like crazy. So that, that, those kinds of studies are yeah. fun. So it was cool to see, like, not only they, I think they did a study on like, Call of Duty or something like that, but also, like, more, I guess it's less practical for gamers, but, like, more, like, hard science stuff. Like, you can't really, I don't know, you can't quantify playing a video game all the time. I'm sure they did something. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but so, like, to, to, to add some critique to the video, or sorry, so I, I kind of said to them, I was like, well, let's be real. I hope you can explain this to me, guys. New level is nitrosogen with more inositol mm -hmm. bonded and mm -hmm. more silicon dioxide as well. Uh, why not improve nitrosogen and make it one ingredient? But exactly what you were saying before about the kind of studies, it applies to the whole ingredients as a whole. Nitrosogen and new level have to be segmented differently because bodybuilders don't want to buy a gaming thing and gamers want to buy a bodybuilder. And I think one thing that we don't see very much, but I have found out because of the work that we're going to have to do very soon in my research, is that gamers have been, have, they've become jaded by supplements after G Fuel, Red Bull, Monster. Well, Ozzy G Fuel's Bull. the number one seller. They're the number one seller, but if you're actually a gamer, like, like there are memes about G Fuel. Oh, really? Like, they okay. make fun of it. Like, 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 it's just a tasty energy powder and stuff, but... Yeah, but, like, like in streams and videos and stuff, like, if some dude, like, dies horribly in a video game. It's like, that guy was taking G Fuel. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they have fought okay. back to the sponsored content. This fought back against the... Okay. Yeah, because it's all over. These guys, like... What's that one guy's name? Ninja. The the, 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 the biggest Twitch streamer who now moved to... <laughs> yeah, you're asking Mixer. He, he, This dude makes million-dollar contracts. Like, it's to just put Red Bull behind him in the video. Like, uh -huh. it, right. it, it, this... There's been so much money thrown into this industry that they're all pushing back on it. So... Your, your product has to be pure. It sounds and like, yeah, the, the top guys don't need more money. No. I mean, but how much... The top guys don't need more money, and the mainstream doesn't need more just sponsored bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, they need... Like, if you're going to sell to these guys, it's got to be good. It's got to be real, you mm -hmm. know? So, I think New Level is positioned perfectly for it because there's real studies on it. It's actually effective. I mean... Very good, you know brain pumped like uh, L-arginine does when we've been citing this in, in the uh, couple of the blog posts about it like L-arginine does work in the brain just as good it's as good stuff man in the muscle like. I've been uh, I have a whole bunch of they, they just for sampling purposes at supply side they had 
a manufacturing facility make gummies out of them. Mm. I, I took a ton of these gummies and I've been eating them every day. It's so good. And I take them first thing in the morning right after bed. One of the things that like, and Sandler talked about this with me, is like one of the things that is very misunderstood about the Tras gene and thus New Level is that it's not a one hour pump right. green. It's a multi hour, mm -hmm. I think like something up to five hours you get increased blood flow. It's even, it, up to 24 hours it's, it's like increased. I yeah. don't know, like, at some yeah, point, you're he makes the point that nitrosogene is not just a pre-workout ingredient, but a post-workout ingredient for that reason. Because the pump, the blood flow post-workout. That's true. Especially because that's what I'm eating. I'm post-workout. Yeah. So, so that makes sense. So I'm, I'm extremely excited about the green because I love it. And we also know, and we can't say anything, but uh, on two conference calls we've heard about it. I personally know from one other brand, three, so three brands total that are going to put in, in Gamer products the next year. Nice. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. It's cool. I like it a lot. Um, I'm, excited about it. I'm a little bit biased because I like the crew at Nutrition Twenty One. Yeah, but feels good. But I like. <laughs> but I, it's right like there. it's like it's like liking. I'm still gonna. I have bias that I like Nutribio because they do things right. right. You know, like I'm biased that I like Nutrition Twenty One because they actually have human data. Mm -hmm. You know, that was. I remember when I was standing at the booth with them, Todd Spear, like just like ripping ingredients across the hall. It's like, yeah, ingredients cool, but. All their studies are done in vitro. Like, they don't even know what happens when you put it in a human. Mm -hmm. Like, all of our studies are all human data. Like, we don't have. Not right. That's the first thing when we first brought them on the, on the podcast. We were. I realized like, oh, this is like this is a research company. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, he's the VP of sales, but he they're all shit. talking about research. He knows yeah. Stuff. yeah. And I remember so when I was sitting with the president. Like barbecue. We're gonna have to get him down here again. Oh yeah. When uh, when I was speaking to the president, he mentioned someone that was probably gonna be coming after them for some sort of patent lawsuit and he was just like come at us like we're built on ip and research oh yeah like, they're, they're, they have that they in their background as well don't yeah they? they're like like that, that's the one that's one of the companies yeah. you don't want to go after so you can really waste a lot of money in legal in this industry like. yeah absolutely so uh, very excited about them new levels are really I, mean, I, just, I think across the board the whole industry is improving contrary to popular belief what some other people might say i'm excited for the next five years mm-hmm yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, like, a lot of the things that the supplement industry has been saying, like, the nutrition and diet community is coming around to, and, like, sometimes it means, like, hey, if you eat right, I don't need to take all these choline or carnitine supplements and everything, like, and it's just getting back, I'm getting back into the ancestral eating, but it's just still, like, there's always this avenue, like, oh, wow, it, it's, like, kind of coming together for me. Yeah, I think, like, a lot of people tell me, like, egg yolks are a great choline source. Like, I eat five whole eggs for breakfast, but when I take good nootropic doesn't feel like I ate five eggs like correct and I like I also drink kefir for breakfast there's oh. a lot of live cultures mm -hmm. in it but I don't kid myself that like it's better than taking a pill of probiotics you know like I think like yeah, I don't know anything really about that to be honest with you. yeah like like I'd there's only the kefir what's up I'd rather have the kefir I uh rather is, is, a, is a hard thing to say like I would rather start with the kefir you know like I like, same thing with, like, protein. Like, mm -hmm. if you're not meeting your protein goals and you could add in more meat, I'm not going to tell you to take protein. Right. You know, I'm not going to tell you to take more essential amino acids if your diet sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I would, I, I don't like to say something is better or worse. I just like, to, like, in terms of overall fitness, like, they're all pieces of a puzzle, mm -hmm. and some should come first. Right. You know? So, I, I think diet should always come first, but I think there are shortcomings of diet. Like, diets are... are you can, you can accomplish a lot, but 
if you're squatting 705 pounds, like there's no natural caffeine source that I'm gonna be taking for that. You know, like I'm not chewing green tea leaves. You're not gonna be eating a bag of cocoa. Yeah, cocoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy. You have to send us to Robbie. I yeah, so what else? <laughs> well, fun trip. We uh, went, went to the Nutribio Bio Crew Barbecue Bash. Before that was the Natural Body Inc. Yeah. Annual Block Party. It was huge. We so forged it was great a great relationship to meet with Steve them. And Tim and, uh, yeah, Tim and Steve in person. And yeah, they are the real deal as advertised and everything. It was fun. I got to meet Gronk there. That was cool. Also as yeah. advertised. And uh, I love all of that, man. I, uh, Steve like is New York to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like based on relationships that is all he cares about um if you burn him he'll burn you like like he you are only as good as the relationship is with him and i, I respect the that kind of business he runs he's got to be like that especially yeah. in new york and everything and I, I, everyone everyone knows that yeah. but yeah, it was kind of cool because we introduced a couple brands to them and they picked it up and hopefully it all went well and everything we've got some cool situations like that this yeah. year I, think. I, I, I love i love doing that like yeah sometimes we don't get a kickback maybe we should yeah. but like they asked for something that tasted really good and i was like well you know yeah. it's a stem free pump product that i like yeah so I find like, I just feel like a certain like sense of pride when like something meets our standards. Like we have a we have a buddy at bodyline.com, Darren, who will regularly call me and be like, I need this for our site. Mm-hmm. Where should I find it? And I, I feel this sense of pride that they come to us for that suggestion. You know, like That's and, nice and when when brands come on there because I made a call for them, like I don't I don't go commenting like this was because of the price, but I, like it just feels good to help good people. Yeah, I, I feel like I've said this a lot of times on the channel. I've said it to you. Like, I'd rather spend my time positively pushing people towards the things I prefer mm-hmm. than telling them what to stay away from. And I feel like we make an impact when we help the right brands get to the big leagues. Yes. What I loved is that when you said, and it was it in a video or it was possibly just at the table at Nutribio, but you you were talking to Tim and Steve, and we're like, uh, Tim and Steve of Natural Body Yank, and you're like, dude. I could throw a dart in your store, and there is a great chance I'm going to hit a good product. It wasn't yeah. like that 10 years ago. So at this yeah, point, right. like, and yeah, not every store is as good as Natural Body Egg. But well, the majority when, you have that, when you have that yeah. happening, we don't need to go out of our way and rag on some glutamine-led product. And, and, like, maybe we will if we have a media guy and we could just, like, they could just run to GNC and get it, make some fun, like, vlog-style content, run over, and we could, like, quickly, like, yeah. do a dump on it. But right now, with, with our, like, limited amount of resources and we are, like, kind of bottlenecking ourselves and I think we'll be able to expand we might be able to do a little more of that what I like though uh, so we, yeah we don't need to go out of our way to do like the negative stuff but what I do like and I um, I had a little bit of taste of this with uh, blind taste testing yeah and I think we could we could rack up four, so like, four different like four different way isolate vanillas yeah we don't know which one's best and we'll just see which one comes out and we'll yeah. chug each one and then like that's kind of stuff that we just can't do when we are like strapped for like getting yeah. videos out and everything but well but, yeah. especially because like I've, i i i not not i don't mean to rag on you but because i edit my own videos like, mm-hmm. i don't have much time because i have like probably about half as much time as i could mm-hmm. if that time was put for more videos so just i like just percentage of my time i would rather make positive things mm-hmm. but if we had more time yeah absolutely that kind of stuff would be awesome yeah and we are going to do a a taste comparison video of the yeah. flavor. Yeah, we're going to do a couple of them, actually, I guess. Yeah, there's a couple uh, we want to do. I think, uh, because because of that point, like, I remember at Nutri, we would do, we would have, like, generations of, of testing of flavors. So it'd be like, we start with this with this base flavor. All right, I like this, but I want more of this. Cool. Come back with two versions of that. 
make more changes, come back. And at some point, Michael or Mark would always come back with, like, a previous generation that we didn't like. And, like, it's just, it's just human nature. We would drink it, like, wait, no, I like this one more. Like, well, two generations ago you said you didn't like that one. Dang. So it's, it's, a lot of it is, is because you think that something's going to be better. Uh-huh. Because you have some preconceived notion, mm. you know? Um, when you remove that, like, it gets very honest. So that, that's why I liked your blind taste. Although yeah, so I, yeah, the blind taste I'm talking about was just a ghost, and it, it was like three months too late or whatever. But Welch's uh, Amino, yeah, Amino versus Welch's grape juice, and I literally and I hadn't drank well like grape juice for a good twenty years, let's just say at least. I spun my little lazy Susan. I had no clue. I was closing my eyes, and I was legitimately closing my eyes. I picked up, it was a ghost. Yeah, I drank it, and I was like, this could very well be grape juice. I well, know, and then the I switched yeah, the other yeah. one. I drank the other one. I was, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is the really the grape juice because yeah. it's so syrupy." You knew like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was grape juice, but it tasted so much like natural grape juice and not these other grape flavors that um, that we see and we oftentimes enjoy. I was like, "Wow!" Like, yeah, they, I liked they, how they it ended up because I've seen this before. Like you see it with like testimonial videos where like, like, "Hey, you want to try out this new version?" And they, they're like, "Wow, this is so good!" I'm like, well, actually, it's a it's a sugar free soda or something mm-hmm. because you weren't sure what it could be it was so believable once you tried the real thing you're like okay no no this is it yeah. but you, it was I mean I, I think it's accurate I will tell you that I ended up throwing I drank a little bit more of that grape juice so I maybe finished that cup out and then I threw away the grape juice and yeah. I've been slowly on occasion that's kind of like my dessert aminos uh, on occasion I've been I've been closing down my eating window yeah. with an EAA drink that yeah. is of my taste and that's um, that's just how I, I satisfy the sweet tooth. I'm not like full on like carnivore anti sucralose right now. Yeah. Even though I've gotten into those phases on, on occasion, right now I'm uh, I enjoy I'm using just drinking my dessert like that, and that kind of just like shuts me down. I also think that for me, EAA drinks, at least the ones that are decently formulated, like a Nutribio, a Ghost, I like Innova Farms, uh, Recover EAA, I believe. Yeah. Those seem to to, to damper my appetite a little bit, which is good and bad sometimes. Yeah. I um, have tried to cut out my soda. I probably soda. Do you do? Like, like, well, no, no. It's like, it comes in waves. It's like, like recovery and then relapse. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't drink soda, I don't have a problem with soda. But if I try soda, if I have dinner, I have a problem with soda. Mm-hmm. Like, without a doubt. If I try, if I could go out and uh, we like, we, I really like I all you can eat sushi. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, after like a, a really long leg day, we'll do it all you can eat sushi. And every year and there, I'm like, oh, I'll have a Coke, you know? Mm-hmm. And I have that Coke, like, the next day, I'm at the grocery store, I gotta get, like, a two-liter bottle. Dude, so it's like, like cocaine. Yeah, it's, 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 it's tough with me. Uh, and I'm not a sweet person, but, like, with soda, I am. Yeah. So. Not a, not a regular soda guy. Maybe Dr. Pepper, but. Yeah, but, like, stuff like this, it's easy for me to cu- uh, cut that out with this in. Because mm-hmm. it's sweet, it's tasty, and. That's what I said in the video. If you gave, like, my mom ghost amino v2 versus my mom doesn't like heavy amounts of sucralose versus grape juice she's like oh grape juice but for me yeah. i am so adapted to liking sucralose more than sugar now right. that it almost wasn't even fair for what for the welch's grape juice because i'm so like yeah i'm just used to sucralose and uh for me the pros outweigh the cons mm-hmm. in certain states i i understand why a lot of people don't like sucralose they don't like uh the gut microbiome or some people who are like 
if they go on the low carb towards keto towards carnivore trend if they have sucralose they just freaking fall off the wagon like they're yeah. eating cupcakes 10 minutes later for me that doesn't happen like yeah. for me i have that sweetness whether it's a protein shake aminos or whatever and then i'm happy but some people that dopamine gets going and they're like see you later they're they're i'll see you in three weeks after a donut binge yeah so, so yeah. you gotta know yourself and that's why like Absolutely. people are like you know, are the are the sweeteners good? It's like, are they good for you? Are they good for what you're doing? Overall, I don't think they're gonna like spike insulin. They're not gonna spike blood sugar. They're not gonna spike insulin so much it's gonna wreck your diet. In my opinion, yeah. it's really about does it screw up your psychology? So for me, I, I I am more pro than con, but I do occasionally love to just totally get off the sweet train too. I don't worry about insulin if there's a lack of calories with it. I do believe that your body can have an insulin response with sucralose. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, sure. well, I mean, yeah, you, your your tongue tastes sweet. It's gonna start yeah. firing up the system. It thinks yeah. that you're gonna dump a bunch of honey down yeah. the track. Yeah, but I I, th- I I personally uh, <clears throat> this might be something where you and I uh, disagree a little bit. But like, I don't like I, I I respect insulin as an anabolic agent. Like I know that it, it creates a lot of mass, but like it can't create mass at fat or otherwise uh, without calories. Like it needs that building block to use it. So mm-hmm. like. I don't, unless you're chugging this stuff all the time, I'm not worried, worried so, about it. Okay, I, I agree. I think here's where I've kind of like zeroed in my thing. Diet Coke, you drink that alone. Mm-hmm. Your body expects a dump of carbohydrates coming in. You just yeah. tasted something sweet. It gets zero calories. You're going to be hungry. That, because your body's like, dude, yes. what the hell? Well, but, this is where adherence comes in. And I, th- I, th- I think this is the only thing that keeps me from going into the keto and carnivore crowd is like to like I, I I understand and I agree with a lot of things you guys say but it has to do with like like, like this like this is like a, remember those old books where you could decide where the story went choose your like, adventure right yeah. like it's like like you like you've just consumed a lot of aspartame or sucralose mm-hmm. your body dumps insulin what do you do next it's like do you eat a pizza or do you wait two hours and eat another whole meal you know like I definitely think that for some people it can be an issue. Right. I, yeah. I absolutely mm-hmm. believe it. Um, for me, it satisfies me very. Like, like I drank that. It's like that was awesome. That was great. Uh, and, but I don't have a problem two hours later having more beef and rice. You know, like I, I can hold off. Right. Some people can't. Right. And that's that's why I'm thinking a lot of people get hungry after that diet coke, and then they end up not eating the right thing. They don't necessarily know. They just they know that they crave sweet again, sweet again. They want them to yeah. get the dopamine hit, and so. That's the kind of person that shouldn't have the Diet Coke, in my opinion, alone. However, when it comes to a full-spectrum essential amino acid with sucralose, I am actually getting calories. It might not be on the label, mm-hmm. but I'm getting protein. And it might be, yeah, it might not be peptide-bound proteins. They're free-form, but I'm getting calories. So I think it might not be totally equivalent to what my body's expecting from 200 milligrams of sucralose. Yeah. But I'm getting something to the point where I'm satisfied, and I don't end up hungry again like I do with a Diet Coke that has no amino yeah, and it's protein, that's, which is hard to store. That's why I'm more pro, like, flavorful EAA or maybe even BCAA, but mostly a full-spectrum EAA than I am a Diet Coke. That's funny. Yeah, that's when you said Diet Coke by itself, I wasn't considering it versus an EAA. I was considering it versus pizza. Oh, right. That's a good point. Hmm. That's, yeah, we've, we've, we've yeah, wandered into bro science areas there. But, yeah, I mean, I follow enough of this stuff where, at the end of the day, just if you if it shoots you off the rails and just don't do it like yeah. you gotta know like it ain't worth it as, as much as like it pains me to say sometimes like I, I side with Lane on a lot of this stuff like like it just 
you literally never saw like the amount of like, like I, I like all these different tools as mm-hmm. diets but like adhering to them is the hardest part you know so right. like, oh yeah right uh, and, the, and the other thing too is like uh, the estimation of calories mm-hmm. it's really 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 hard for a lot of these studies to be done well because they're not fully controlled yeah like um, I think like my mom I always use my mom as an example in my head when I'm like theorizing with this stuff because mm-hmm. she's like a normal person uh she, she, she snacks a lot, she makes a snack. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think of her, like, she might drink a diet soda all day, and she's also snacking on, like, some trail mix or something. And that doesn't seem like a lot, but at the end of the day, that adds up to a lot of calories. You'll never burn an ounce of fat if you do that. Yep. And that's how the, the, the average guy will gain his one pound per year, and next thing you know, yep. he's 50 years old and he's in trouble. I I think my... No, I agree with, with the adherence thing and everything. I think people create diets that are very hard to adhere to, especially mm-hmm. when I'm... You know, I, I talk about protein leverage, mineral leverage, fat leverage, and this is a combination of L. Amber O'Hearn, who's at Keto Carnivore on Twitter, and Ted Naiman, who I'm a big fan of, talking about protein leverage and the protein um, leverage hypothesis, which are some studies from the early 2000s. But if you are constantly eating stuff that's leaving your body nutrient deficient or mineral deficient or essential fatty acid deficient, unfortunately, our our bodies can't send us a notifi- notification, hey, Mike, I need more stearic acid, or hey, Ben, I need more omega-3 yeah. fatty acids. It just says, yo, Ben, I'm hungry. Yeah. And so people who are not paying attention or they're like, you know, working 10-hour days in an office with donuts, they just keep eating and eating and eating, and they are never satisfying the fact that maybe their body is wanting some potassium or magnesium or something, and they're not right. even that hungry, or whatever vitamin it may, may be. And I think that gets even worse when you get into, like, nutrient-deficient diets. And so... When we're coming down to like an obese person, and I had this like rant with Lane so on the, on the on the topic of Lane, talking about like a four hundred pound obese person who really can't work out hard because their joints are so messed up because they're carrying right. around four hundred pounds, you don't have time to waste eating too many carbohydrates because they're not essential. Yeah. You've got to do if you want to do you know calories in calories out, you need to take in as few calories as it takes to get the job done, and that in my opinion means animal foods yeah. and and. Anyway, so that's like, but it depends, like, but calories, calories out, if you're only 10% away from your goal, and you're, you're getting ready for a show, and yeah, that's going to work for, the, you know, just counting some calories will get, yeah. you, get you there, but if you're talking about a 400-pound person who's got a serious food addiction problem, dude, that message has not worked. The, the yeah. eat less, move more thing has not worked. It, it's right, but it doesn't work, so, like, we need actionable stuff that actually works, and to me, it's, it's leveraging foods that don't make you hungry two hours later. Right. Which means getting off the sweet train sometimes and getting off the polyunsaturated little egg, fatty acid, omega six. Ah. So yeah, I, I love this stuff. And that's like that's where I want to take my like personal bio tinkering over yeah. the next decade. I like to like really make a lot I I, I always deal like in analogies with this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easier for people to understand. Like I think about like like if you like like car racing. Like the the purpose is always to be faster than everyone else, like have the, the shortest track time. But you can do that in a lot of different ways. You can do it by like reaching higher top speeds. You can do mm-hmm. it by taking turns faster. You can take like you can drift. Like there's a lot of different. Right. Oh yeah, tools, for right? sure. Yeah. And uh, like the drifting is a lot of like like Japanese people, Americans like drag racing. Like mm-hmm. what might work for one person better or make them happier isn't always the same for the rest. But we're all attempting the same thing. Yeah. Right. So uh, I th- it's I think it's brought. Up, I mean I think the the debate is good. I love it. Yeah, I, I. 
I get, so obviously we see, and we're not going to get into all the politics right now, but I, we see the political divide, and I think a lot of it's manufactured. I sometimes wonder if some of the diet wars are manufactured as well. It's like they want well, us divided kind of thing. Yeah. And it's almost like, man, and I, you know I love Sean Big. One of the videos I want to do this week is, uh, is our influencer of the year. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, I love Sean Baker sometimes. But, dude, sometimes when he's attacking low-level vegans who did nothing, like this fruitarian guy, dude, this guy is the most harmless person on the earth. He's a twig. He's not going to hurt an ant. Yeah. And Sean Baker is going after him instead of going after the high-level people. I have a problem with that because it's, it's creating division. Like, leave the fucking fruitarian guy alone, man. Yeah. Like, pick on someone your own size, literally and figuratively. And I, so sometimes I see someone like Sean causing more division than is necessary and it's like man we still we're, we're all trying to do the same thing we're trying to sustainably yeah. make ourselves happy and hopefully do the same for our children too and we all have different opinions on how to do it but when, when we're like creating so much i don't want to like long story short i don't want to get into the the, the fight because exactly. i like i think we could all be right in our own ways and i'm like trying to piece together what i think is is most right for the most people but but i think that applies to like a lot of divides in different cultures like the easiest one to apply it to is like like politics. Like I'm very libertarian minded, and some people think of me as conservative because it's in that area. But like I have some very close friends that are that are very liberal, mm-hmm. and like like fighting with them, like there's no point in fighting with them. They're not going to change their mind. And also like, can you blame them? Like when that's all the information they learn. Like I don't blame people who are all about fruits and veggies, because like hey. I went to college for this, and I had to I had to like sit and groan through. Hours and hours of learning that vegetables and fruits are important. <laughs> and eat your tomatoes for your lycopene because it's good for your heart. Like it, it's it's just but like point being like you know we're so ingrained in this idea like it has to be like you eat all these micronutrients you eat all these fruits and vegetables but don't like ignore the fact that all these fruits and vegetables are actually add tons of calories to your diet and you're gonna be obese but you got all your micronutrients like I can't blame vegans and fruits and vegetable crazy people for all that because. This is the information they're fed, mm-hmm. right? When people act, when people say like, "Oh, dude, you uh, you should eat this food," it happens all the time. Like, like the, the superfood, you need it in your diet. I'm like, why? Like, like I, I I try not to, to hate on anything. Can you explain to me why? And they'll usually give me some sort of reason that I also could get out of beef. You know, it's like, well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. My food eats that food. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so. yeah, and I think a lot of. I see it on both sides. Some of the stuff that meet people yell about, like, I, I'm also like, hey, I mean, there's reasons that that's not true also. Like, <laughs> like when pe- people freaking out about, like, hormones and stuff in fruits, like, you can't digest estrogen in your stomach. Like, I'm not really worried about, like, I'm not worried about the soy. Like, I, I don't think it's a good source, but I don't think we should all be screaming and crying over it. Like, if that's how someone's going to get protein, I'd rather get a protein than not eat any protein yeah. at all. I, I I think that there are bigger fish to fry right right than than yelling at these vegan people on YouTube because they're they're right. wrong you know like and yeah uh, and <laughs> from our business perspective a vegan needs a lot of supplements yeah. so that, now that can work really well use no, coupon code there's, price there's, there's, there's whole foods plant based which can work really well with supplements of course yeah. which isn't is whole food but it can work and then there's soybean oil vegan which i think is a whole different processed food vegan is i think the, the the most terrible thing and so it can be done properly and i i i think like education is, is most important and you know what 
at the end of the day, a lot of these vegan diets, people feel great because it's better than the standard American diet yeah. of mixing in all the garbage together. Yeah. And so if that... if I feel if, awesome. Yeah, if, 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 going to, if going vegan stops you from going to McDonald's and you're no longer getting a ton of canola oil yeah, and you're not eating vegan canola oil or whatever then I think that that's a net positive. Yeah, that's true. So I, I'm obviously very anti-seed oil, so I think that is the, the biggest, biggest, biggest problem, in my opinion. That's where all the trouble goes. So uh, we've had a pretty long catch-up video. Yeah. I think they're like a little bit... Uh, we'll have to cut out like when you went over the microphone or a little bit oh, things. sorry about that. No, no, no. Uh, but um, let's close it out with a... I don't want to say quick discussion, but like a, a roundabout discussion on what happened in Q4 of 2019 and what's going into 2020. What happened in Q4 of 2019? Yeah, like what, what's happened as of recent. Uh, Eric Schwartz like, went to NutriBio. Mm-hmm. Big thing there. What's up, Eric, if you're listening? Um, listening. I mean, I, I, we're, we're the guys behind the scenes, so I, don't, I like bringing like, stuff to the forefront. Like, Gage Muscle has had kind of a turnaround at the top. We've had a bunch of people swap in and out there. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. They're a big brand that I want to see grow further. I'm wearing their shirt. I yeah. love this. I I love this. I didn't think I'd like a hoodie with no zipper. I love yeah. It. Their new clothes are awesome. Yeah, I, I like having the look at what they, they sold, told us about next year. I think that they're positioned for some new cool the stuff. The issue with Cage Muscle is that, and this is by design, Chris and Brian are not going to be pounding out a new skew every two weeks, which you kind of need to do in this, the world of social media right. and the noise. So with us, it's like, yeah, we need new flavors. Give us something to review. Give us something to talk about. But at right. the same time, they're doing the whole stevia in front of sucralose thing. They're doing right. as natural as possible. They're doing fermented aminos. They're doing all this stuff. Chris Captain ain't going to be banging out right. new flavors every 10 minutes because he wants it perfect. And right. so does Brian. And that makes it tough for... That makes it tough for like, okay, the marketing guy's got to figure something out. So right. it's a challenge. And um, well, you see a lot of brands like this. Like, well, Nutribio circumvented it by releasing other new products. But like, Nutribio is coming out with the reformulated free in twenty twenty. Were you allowed to announce that? They told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> that face, that mean face. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot. like like how like when you're a company like like what is what does Nutribio do with their twenty eight gram free workout? And, and uh, this is going to be a controversial statement, but when you, make, when you manufacture something good, like, Dude. what do you do to change that? Like, like, do you, you have to kind of have to hold back some, unless you're going to next year come out and add all the new, like, you're gonna, next year you got to add SF at a new level, and every year you got to add, like, the new ingredient. Like, you can't do that if you're going to be the solid company. Right, yeah. I mean, for smaller brands who, yeah, you got to have a new pre-workout every nine months, that, or, you yeah. know, whatever, every 12 18 months that yeah. makes sense for Nutribio it's a bit more challenging I mean they could probably get rid of the BCAs I'm fine with those I love having Lucy in there but I'm cool with the pull of the BCAs I yeah make some room for other stuff I um probably think better too I would I would lower Elfini maybe a little bit that would save them money and then ramp up a little bit of the action but I I don't want them to remove my creatine and betaine because right. if that happens I understand you want to it enables you to sell more SKUs, but man, when I'm in a rush, like here's the deal with me, and this is back to the personal stuff. I post to the story. I, first off, I don't like my daughter seeing me on the phone that much. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I see what happens to these kids. It's not good. 
So when I have her in the morning, before I'm going to take her to preschool, and which is it's part time, like three days a week right now, which is perfect. Uh, I like to. And I also don't like her seeing me mixing supplements up because some days she's going to try to get into these supplements and I need to have that stimulant up high. Mm. So I'm like in a hurry. I'm not going to be mixing creatine and butane and some stimulant pre-workout and then I'm going to test out my baby. The next thing I know, I'm in that room for like five minutes. Then I got to take a picture. Then I got to tag everyone on Instagram. Like, holy crap, can I just like go to the gym? But as in our position, no. Right. So I don't want her seeing all this stuff. So guess what I do? Nutribio Pre. Done. Yeah, like that's and, that okay. Recently. So that and that's why I don't want them to take away. And if they do, then I'll probably find another like all in one. Because there's sometimes where I just need like this group of this. I'm yeah. out of here. Boom. There's always cage muscle and havoc, man. Yeah. I mean, I. I but there's diff- There's differing levels of that solidness. Like M Fit is a little bit. Like they still have that like what you need when you need it. Yeah, we haven't the, mentioned M Fit in this podcast, and they deserve. Yeah, well, I was going to kind of take that into like you know who's done what in 2019. MFIT is a company that has taken that kind of that Nutribio thought process, but applied a little bit more like watermelon powder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying watermelon powder is the innovation for 2019. It changed the world, but it's cool. But it made the situation work a little better. It had people saying, what is, what is in this, right? Like it was, I mean, of all the things to do, like you had watermelon powder and all of a sudden this pre-workout gets... I know, don't like to swim with that supplement because I get too pumped. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Some... Some products, I'm drinking them, they don't taste good in the, mixing in the chlorine in my mouth or whatever. And some, like, I get a weird shoulder pump, and I yeah, don't like to I swim with it. it. And I have to take Trigger is a way better yeah. swimming pre-workout. But it's so funny, like, that's like, I'm like, that's a well-formulated pump product that just, yeah. I don't want right now. But yeah, so they, they came out of nowhere with a ton of stuff. But that's, I think that's a, a big trend we can talk about is that they are run by a manufacturer. And you see the manufacturers... In this case, A and Z Pharmaceutical, you see the manufacturers starting to put out some of their own brands, which yes. may cause some conflicts for some people. But I think it's great because you know you can trust it, yes. and you know that like if it sells well, it ain't gonna go out of stock because they can right. make it themselves. So you really like I love the fact that I know exactly where Nutribio is made. I know where Mfit is actually made and bottled. And yeah, I always say that if there's one law, I would say I want to have the actual place where it's capped or bottled. Right there on the bottom. Right. I want to know where I could like walk and see this facility or like make sure that that really exists. And fit, I know where it's made. And so like, yeah. you see more and more of that happening. I want some sort of like responsibility for that. You know, like I this this dark matter thing over the weekend. I I ask people out there to find out where it's from because you want to know. Like I not only want to know who's making the good ones. We've been alluding to this dark matter thing. We'll and talk I, about it in a second. The dark energy, I think, is actually. Let me finish my thought. That I was like, uh, not only do I want to know where the good stuff is made, it's sponsored. (laughs) I also want to know where, like, who's making the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Because if you're making the bad stuff, I don't know if I really want to buy stuff from you, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I want to know the climate, the environment of this industry. Mm -hmm. I kind of do, but I can't always tell those things to the public, right? So, uh, like, we're lucky to know sometimes where brands are made, and it legitimizes them a little bit more for us, right? Like, if I know. And if I know Armada's making someone, I don't even question the, the quality or efficacy of the mm-hmm. product. Um, dosing aside, like I know it's pure and meets label claim. But uh, if if I see a, a brand that is clearly misleading or somehow un, unethical, I maybe I don't want to buy if, if that manufacturer is making other. Yeah, if you know they're doing midnight runs or something like that. Yeah, I. Uh, 
Let's bring it up. So this this is a label that says instead of supplement facts or nutrition facts. Dark energy. Yeah, in the front of it, it says research product. Mm -hmm. All the flavors are like research grape, research orange, research gummy. So, I mean, it's like it's a little ridiculous. And you turn it around, and it's like, like I want them to know that people in the industry were laughing about this. Like it's not even like clever. It says instead of supplement facts, it says research facts, which is not a thing. It's not like. How many tubs of that stuff did you sell by making that video? I don't know. I, 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 I didn't name it during the whole thing. Uh -huh. That was one of the big things. It's like some people figured out who I was talking mm -hmm. about, but uh, I said in the video, like, I don't even want to say the name because I don't want to give them. It's like, like, not to link them, but like with uh, mass shooters and stuff. Like, I don't think we should say their names. So I don't right. think we should glorify it. Down, yeah. So um, you turn around, it's research facts. And then the, the, the fact of the matter is that it, if, it, if something is a research chemical, like DMAA, you can purchase as a research chemical, technically. It's not subject to the Code of Federal Regulations, which CFR 100 and 111 apply to um, dietary supplements. Mm -hmm. So if you are not subject to those regulations, you don't have to test for purity, you don't have to test for F uh, uh, metals, microbials, you don't have to prove label claim, you don't have to prove anything. So you're buying a research chemical that should be being used in a lab, right? And it was funny because Will Whitlock, Will Whitlock joined, uh, chimed in. Will Whitlock owns Leviathan Nutrition, mm -hmm. but he also works in drug safety for over-the-counter drugs. Oh. So it's funny because Will's like, I purchase research chemicals. I don't buy them from sketchy websites, though. Right? Like you're buying it from a real compounding pharmacy or something legitimate. Uh, and... So what they're doing is they're passing this research product off as a dietary supplement. It's a powdered pre-workout. It's got beta alanine, citrulline, DMHA. It's but they're not selling it as a supplement. Like, no. To script the laws or whatever you want to call it, they're actually not putting the word supplement anywhere on it or nutrition anywhere on it. No. It yeah. doesn't even say pre-workout. So I want to make sure our mic is still on it. So it's, it, it's just it's masquerading as a pre-workout or, or this this... Whatever you want to call but it. But it's flavored. But it's flavored, and that's, that's important. interesting. Because you can get put in jail for just selling research chemicals just because that they can prove that you're selling it to people and there's clearly no research happening. There's no rats ingesting this stuff. For, for if it's in a capsule. If it's in a capsule. That's kind of for human consumption. Yeah. But then if you flavor it in a flavor that's rel like relevant to the human diet, like gummy bears or grapes or something, like, <laughs> come on. Like, I don't know. It, to me, it was just... Just so ridiculous. And I think that like people thought I was just like trying to be a stickler about the law, but the fact of the matter is that like they're selling a drug. And it's kinda like if you're selling Coke and all of a sudden it's like less pure, you're gonna cut it with something else. And we saw this with Craigs. Craigs had like six different batches. They didn't know which amphetamine was in which batch because they were changing it each time. And just because you like it one batch, the next one, they might get because it's just an unidentified white powder from China coming in. You know, they're not testing this to make sure it's DMAA. It could be like an insanely high dose of Yohimbi. It could be anything, you know? I don't think you do that, but you're right, yeah. It, it, they're, they're, they're selling an experience, not, a, not an ingredient, you know? You might be able to tell DMAA pretty easily. Um, I've been told that a few times. But the, just the problem is that you have no clue what you're getting. And you're okay. You're taking the entire risk. So it's not being sold as a supplement. What law are they breaking? And it's like it's not really breaking Deshea, I guess, or like 
You're selling DMAA. But for research purposes only. But, but it's flavored in a human in consumable form. Yeah. So where is that? It's clearly that, like. Is that fraud? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what Recon's called. He called it fraud. And okay. then you also get hit for like the money laundering having to do with that. Well, yeah, once um, you have one thing, you can stack if it's like yeah. being sold. Uh, I think he called it or uh, fraud. Tim Mazai called it intent for human consumption. Um, and yeah. then that might hit like FDNC or whatever. Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, maybe. Or, well, okay, well. I, th I think it's a, it's a weird convergence of a few different things because all these other ingredients are Dachet ingredients. Mm -hmm. Except for DMHA, all the other ones are all Dachet ingredients. You're adding DMA to that. But you're also, like, if it was just pure DMAA flavored as grape, that would be illegal. It's mm -hmm. chemical. It's all for human consumption. You're selling it for your human consumption. And the big thing is they're wholesaling it to brick and mortar stores. Like, these stores are nutrition stores, mm -hmm. not research stores. Like, it's, it, I think it's an easy case. So, and, and just, at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, Meanwhile, it's, it's obviously making a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I could, enforcement's always been slow to the game. Absolutely. But so you could have foreigners come in and do this stuff, throw it in Bitcoin or whatever. I don't know how to yeah. launder money or any of that stuff. I'm a tax-paying citizen. And, but anyway, it almost seems like it, if the FDA is going to be slow to enforce it, then you have this situation. So it's either like no laws or enforced laws, and we're just in this like mediocre area. Yeah. I don't know. I, we're in this middle ground where the FDA is raiding stores in California for SARMs. And, uh, and which I support the SARMs part and, and DMHA. Wouldn't that be a... Oh, that's not... Okay, the FDA is at this yeah, point. Yeah, the FDA is. But at some point, if a new law passes, then that would if actually schedule be DEA. Yes, if it's, it's going to be Schedule 3 for SARMs, DMAAs... Sorry, CBD is going to be Schedule 4. It's a different topic. Uh, yeah, SARMs are proposed to be Schedule 3. That will absolutely be... It will be the equivalent of having a vial of testosterone on the shelf. Like... You right. would be slapped with the same exact charge mm -hmm. either way. Mm -hmm. Which I, I try to put that in perspective for people. So, like, yeah, we sell programs all the time. Like, no, think about this. this it's the same exact charge as if you had a glass vial. Because mm -hmm. I think that, like, imagery helps people understand the severity of the, the situation. So, yeah, that's a tough one for me. Because I've seen, I see the government doing so many wrong things that, you know, I. I you get the comments, of course, like, yeah, but cigarettes are legal. Ah, oh, yeah, the opiate crisis basically created by our own government. Yeah. And government has become nothing more than, an, than a subsidiary of corporate America or corporate other countries. Yeah. And it's like, and so I, it's tough for me to take the 100% hard stance, but I agree that we have all agreed to play the law of Deshea. And... Yes. That's that's got to be the battleground, and I, I think that I got I got to stick with it as much as like I have disdain for a lot of the things our government yeah. says, especially with the food stuff. I'm like, you know, the food pyramid basically it's shortchanged a lot of of my health, and so I'll always and, and of my family, I'll always be upset about that, and for that reason, I'll always be upset at government intervention on things. But at the same time, in this industry, we have when you get into this industry, you buy into the fact that you are playing in these rules yes. and and when you see people like getting around it then it's like okay that might be cause for alarm for the good guys who are out there playing and, yes. and working hard and trying to 
get things lab tested and trying to do the right thing. So the, the court battles have, have taken their course. We yeah. see where things are basically about landed right now. I, I, I don't I don't know, like, you know, a Bruce Nolan might think that Deshaies needs to be rewritten. Maybe it does, but for the, uh, for the time being, I think we kind of have our have our, our ground kind of firmly yeah. planted. And it'd be, like, nice to just, like, let it be stable for a little while. I, I think know. it was just kind of comes out, like, it's, the, it's the, the cards that we were dealt. Yeah, we're right. in this industry, and we accepted that. And um, we can go to Congress all we want. That's absolutely great, and I think that we should. However, for the time being, we are dealing with the executive branch, the actual execution of the law, mm -hmm. and it states that this is not the way it is. And I think a lot of my passion for this comes from the fact that I believe in the people that are doing things right. Right, and that's what and, I'm trying to get to. And, yeah, and anytime that you have these people breaking the law so brazenly, uh, it's just spitting in the face of purity and efficacy in the industry. And we're making such huge strides on this that it's like, it's just insulting to these other people that are doing what's right and suffering because the margins aren't where these other people are. I guarantee you it's got its own dark energy price on it. Mm -hmm. Cheap to manufacture, especially whoever's making it. Think he's publishing his third-party lab tests? I, 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 uh, I had a bunch of retailers tell me that he reached out to them, and I was like, did you ask for lab tests? Like, I, I wanted someone to have one. Like, I, imagine like a Microsoft Paint image. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, well, there's been some attention created. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I, uh, originally I didn't want to say the product name, and then enough people asked me that the, re the picture of the research facts panel was just such like, it was just so funny to me. It was so ridiculous to me. I, I couldn't not put that out there. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I, I push for the industry just, I tell everyone just do better. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to hate on anyone. I guarantee you this guy probably thinks he's doing something right. Most of these people don't realize that they're doing something out outrageous. That was something that Mark always told me. It's like, between 96 and 01, when Mark was selling all the prop blend stuff, yeah. he thought he was selling the world's best product. Yeah. So uh, when he found me, I was hating on a lot of people, and he was like, Ben, you got to give them a fair chance. Mm -hmm. Try to educate them. That's kind of where my passion has gone. It's like, try to help people, try to tell them the truth. You know, from there, that, that, that's when we can start being a little bit more obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, man. All right. Want to knock out a couple of reviews right now? Do any flavor tastings? Let's, do something, something? Let's do something good. Should we try out the new uh, New York Punch? New I Fun? think that should be the first one. A lot of people yes. want to hear about it, yeah. so. Taste it. Yeah. All right. I think we should do it. And that we got a lot of right. best of 2019s to do. And, uh, okay, sweet. Well, let's close this up. And thank you for watching. You're still with us. Let's give away something. What do I got? I have a tub of. Let's do Astro Flav. No, one, no one's talking about that. No, no one's, one's talking about Astro Flav. Okay, we, oh, do you want to do the review for Astro Flavor? Let me give away some Astro Let's give away some. Okay, which should I give away? The... Whichever one we like most. You'll have to watch our... <laughs> you'll have to watch our... <laughs> to be continued. To be continued, yeah. Okay, so they got to make a comment here and there. Yeah, go to the <laughs> review and find out what, what our favorite flavor is. If you got to this part, go leave a comment on that video, and we'll give you the free better flavor. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we need to be more specific. You need to... The first person to comment on this video and on that one with the flavor that we like best you have to make the same comments so let's say we like chocolate best yeah. you got to say chocolate was the best yeah both videos first you have to actually watch both so this is a contest oh. you have to remember cool all right sweet let's do this as always ben 
get ready for 2020. Oh, yeah.